Hello everyone, welcome to the in-between episodes. Today you'll get to hear some of the cast answer some Q&A questions that were posed by you. I took questions sent in on our Twitter, Facebook, and from the contact form via our website, and I posed all of them to the cast. As a group, we have a tendency of talking a lot, and there are just so much gold in each of the interviews. I've decided to split it up between two 45-minute episodes. Today you'll get to hear part one of this two-parter. Today's episode will feature Lee Gunby, Devin Steele, Morgan Lavoie, and Aurelian Lavoie. In addition, since we're such a small group, and since we are newer than new, we only have one mic in the studio. What's greener than a greenhorn? Peeps. We've always just had one mic, and it's never been a problem before. Of course, we never intended on an interview-style program, so I was ill-prepared. What do we even call this? Behind the mic. True lives and the rich and famous, no. Poplar Covian's After Hours? We'll come up with a good title. On Halloween, I got together with Lee Gunby and Devin Steele so we could talk about some questions that were posed to Pickering and some tips on how to make your voice sound amazing. So, I'm Lee Gunby, and I play Matthew Pickering. I'm Devin Steele, and I play, I think I'm a coffee shop patron, and a nurse, and secretary, and other additional voices as needed. You play additional voices. Additional voices? (laughs) I am Frank Welker, almost. (laughs) Oh yeah, what was everybody's favorite F&W cafe dish? And everybody always gives me that blank look, and I'm like, just I, think anything. I, I think it's the blue sauce. I was just gonna say that. Yeah, blue sauce. Oh, that's right. That's right. I was an F and W cafe patron. You were. I was the blue right. sauce. You were the, you were the victim. <laughs> the blue sauce victim. Yeah. <clears throat> I just like the intensity of the blue sauce. <laughs> it's blue. <laughs> you love it. <laughs> Stellar. So let's start with the very first one was Pickering. What type of coffee does Pickering like? The answer to that question is yes. <laughs> all of them. It all depends on what time of day. There are certain kinds. Breakfast blend, of course, for dinner. Um, <laughs> you know, a French roast when I'm in Belgium, it, just because it pisses them off. <laughs> what yeah. about second breakfast? Uh, second breakfast? I'm not a hobbit. <laughs> Those aren't real. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> Um, I don't know, there is a big one. Oh, Pickering. Uh, how did the population issue rise? Did it start with American settlers, or was it even older? What do you know? Hmm, I'm feeling the need to pee at the moment in my brain. No, sorry, just a small headache. Um, uh, need some coffee, do you? <laughs> I might need a bit more coffee. Uh, so... Definitely some vitamin C is needed. The, I guess the, the issue here is, is how did it start? I mean, it starts as all populations start with people just deciding to sit down and not go anywhere. Right? I feel like, yeah, I feel like that's a big problem right now anyway. <laughs> so I guess some really lazy people decided to stay here and then build a house, which isn't terribly lazy of them, but they did it anyway. And uh, more people decided to hang out with them because they thought they were cool. <laughs> And the, then they built a coffee shop. And, and then they built a coffee shop, which is worse, the most important part of town. Yeah. But uh, then the old ones noticed and said, hey, uh, 10,000 of you, only more. No more. <laughs> no more. We, can only, we only have enough coffee to, to serve 10,000. That's it. Budgetary restriction. Mm. Um. Well, I am half of the, the, the coffee <laughs> consumption in this town. <laughs> What's it like hearing yourself on an audio drama playing someone else? 
It's funny because I have to pick myself out sometimes. I'm like, oh yeah, that's me. Because <laughs> <laughs> the restaurant patron I completely forgot about. And I was listening to the first episode and I'm like, that sounds like my voice. <laughs> Is that me? I think so. And then just, you know, um, hearing what it sounds like on the other end when you make the funny voice. Like, yeah. talking like the nurse and <laughs> talking like the secretary. <laughs> sounds very different. Then when I'm plugging my nose and talking through my phone. <laughs> it's it's still weird, i got to be it's honest. Sorry. I mean, I, I've, I've done recording and music and everything, but it's still weird hearing my voice as a talking voice, no matter what voice I'm doing. So, Well, I guess we can jump right into that one, which someone had asked. Uh, how do you work on changing your voice like you do? Uh, for me, it's you need to understand what the character is. Um you know, Pickering is, is loosely based on one of the other actors in the in the show. And knowing and that like, up front... How do you understand Guy? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and understanding that up front, that was a, a character that, that I really kind of gelled to. I was like, I want to be that guy. And so when we did initial read-throughs, I, I really tried hard to put 100% into even the, the beginning read-throughs. I'm like, that's my part. I want it. And so that's I, I kind of pushed hard for that one, it, but I think a lot of it has to do with it. I mean, I, I have a bunch of other smaller voices in here, like you know, some of the old men in town and things like that. And it's just you, you have to take a character and, and create it, and then work it. You can tell that you put that thought into it, even with the older, like just side. Hey, the stupid people in town! It's so perfect. <laughs> get off my lawn, get off kids. <laughs> yeah. And then, I guess, for you, how do you, uh, or do you do any exercises for warming up your voice? Because I know you do a lot of singing, <laughs> so. Um, when I'm just talking, most of my warm-ups are probably just talking. Because <laughs> we talk and laugh a lot as a group. By the time I come in, you know, I probably talked and laughed a whole bunch, so. But when I'm singing, yeah, I have to do warm-ups, or, you know, you can't hit those notes. But sometimes I do have to practice to get the accent out, because it's like I have this uh, accent in my head, and is it going to actually come out when I make it open, open my mouth? Because, like, one of the restaurant, the F&W Cafe ads. Uh, which one was it? The it was the so the, the F and W cafe ad the one we played a couple times yeah, yeah, yeah. um oh I didn't see you there you yeah, know exactly. but I try to do like a Midwestern accent and it works so well in my head and then coming out of my mouth it was really bad <laughs> and I tried so hard I practiced and it was just like I should have yeah I don't know it's like I should probably listen to something but doing warm ups and things it's mostly just the chatter I think it, it's also you know when you get the script sometimes it's a it's a cold read. I mean, yeah, for, yeah. for me, most of the time, it's been a cold read. It, it, your your first readings are always so spectacular yeah. that okay. I always want to capture that. And I'm like, don't show him the script at all. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, it, but, it, but it's funny, you know, because I have Pickering locked in, so I can turn him on. But sometimes the words don't hit right when I'm saying them for the first time. I'm like, oh, that really did not work. Let me do that one again. <laughs> I got a lot of people asking me if the voice actors that we have are professional. <laughs> <laughs> no money, I don't think any money's crossed our palms yet, so no. I'm not, not pros. No, Nobody's crossed my palms. That's not fair. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but but it is fun. I mean, it's stuff that, you know, I think we all have enjoyed doing and doing as a group. It's been, um, 
it's been a very unique experience, I have mm-hmm. to say, you know, even after doing theater and other things. So, I love um, having everyone. Like it's 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 more convenient to have everyone come in just whenever's convenient for them, and so I can just like plug them in and like cut everything together. But when everyone's here together, it's so much fun. The energy is like yeah. synergy. We all just like get it from each other, and then we're <laughs> very silly. And then trying to sit backstage and not laugh my head off <laughs> out loud or snort so that microphone can pick me up through the door. <laughs> It is really, really, really hard, but it's so much fun. I love it. From Matthew, we have, uh, Pickering, I need some adventuring gear advice, as I am planning on a spelunking adventure in the Mountains of Madness. What should I absolutely bring, and what should I avoid? Oh, you want to go to the Mountains of Madness, do you? Are you sure? This time of year, summer's much better month. A much better month. So if if you were going to go in the winter, then what would you bring? Uh, well, lots of food, um, because it does tend to go bad. Um, rope, a potato peeler, um, hand warmers, um, one ski, only one. Tassels? Tassels? That's not a bad idea. I like that. Yes, that would be very helpful. And, um, a crossbow. Of course. Always. 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 Oh, oh, and your own pocket copy of the Necronomicon. Very important. Don't forget that. Necronomicon for dummies books. Oh, don't get that one. It's poorly written. Trust me, I'm the one who wrote it. It's awful. Uh, Where do you think Brett Pinkerton is? Oh, that's a question for me. Oh, that's right. I'm the amateur investigator. (laughs) Terribly sorry. Uh, uh, Brett Pinkerton. uh, You know, I have no clue. I'm surprised he didn't end up in the mall. We'll have to ask when when Andrew shows up. We'll have to ask Andrew. Well, someone asked if they could name one of Joanna's twins. To which I say... Give me some. <laughs> but what would you name one of Joanna's twins? Oh, I don't get into naming things. That's very dangerous. True <laughs> names are very important. <laughs> Will it be pronounceable? That's the question. <laughs> if you want to keep it safe, it absolutely should not. <laughs> Good God, the woman. The baby formerly known as... <laughs> Um, what podcast, radio shows, or TV shows do we watch slash listen Wow, I don't... I don't actually watch or listen to a ton. I'm too busy doing other things. Or, really, books should be in there, too. <laughs> yeah. Books, uh, lean towards sci-fi, cyberpunk, at least these days. That's been my leaning. But as far as shows, I mean, I don't watch a ton of TV anymore. I just don't have bandwidth for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm eclectic. I have a whole bunch of podcasts that I sign up for. And then, like, remember that I have later. I'm like, oh, I should catch up on that. But it ranges to anything. Well, you got me hooked on wooden overcoats, which is hysterical. And um, writing excuses, which is one of my very favorite writing podcasts ever. And then I have some housekeeping ones, and I have some political ones, and I have some religious ones. And it's just like, eh, when I'm in the mood, I'll listen to one of these. And, of course, you know, Poplar Cove. And so it's like... I'll listen to those, and the um, books, I usually range fantasy, sci-fi, cotton candy romance. Those um, are nice every once in a while, though. Yeah. Uh, I'm really hooked on Sophie Kinsella right now, like the Confessions of a Shopaholic yeah. author. She's she's British, and she's funny. <laughs> and as for TV, I like sci-fi, and like Stranger Things just came out. So Have you seen it? Well, you don't. I Do saw the it? first episode. That's all we had time for. Yes, same thing. <laughs> and then 
the Great British Baking Show. No, <laughs> not anything like each other. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like I mean I used to watch like all the the Marvel Cinematic stuff and things like that, uh, but that's there's so much of it now. Mm-hmm, it's it's trying mm-hmm. to maintain it, and then um, I, yeah, I would love to be able to you know dig in and watch Stranger Things and all that. Again, it's it's being able to sit and do. Um, do that as a as a binge watch when I've got like seventeen other things that have to get done. So most of mine's done while washing dishes. Yeah, it's like I pop yeah. it up in my windowsill and I wash dishes and have my Bluetooth headphones in. And... Nice. Yeah. Me too. I got um, Sunny watched like binged all of season two of Stranger Things because we were talking about it over the weekend. <laughs> so she texts me. And she's like, <gasps> and I was like, I know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what sort of projects do you like to do in your spare time? Like art, music, writing, or crafts? Writing. I mean, it is, uh, you know, Nano Eve. <laughs> it's Nano Eve, so, uh, working on novel number two. Um, singing. I do a lot of, a lot of singing just for fun. Um, I'll leave the, the actual performance stuff to my dad, but, I mean, that's, you know, I do a lot of that, and then, other than that, it's, it's relaxing because the, the, the bandwidth that I have for non-kid, non-work yeah. you know, time is very limited. So I pack it full with that stuff and then collapse. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do a lot of writing um, and a tiny bit of knitting when I get around to it uh, and, and singing. I'm in two choirs and that's that's kind of like gone past hobby. I didn't even think about it until you mentioned singing. I was like, but that's what takes up a lot of my... <laughs> extra time because I'm so involved with it so I was like I didn't even think about that as a hobby but yeah I sing too (laughs) and well I think that's pretty much covers it I mean I've got a lot of other interests too but I've got kids so (laughs) kids eat up up a lot lot of time time. (laughs) (laughs) yeah Hence, hence the non-binge watching or any, yeah. any other sort of thing. It's like when I get I chance binge to binge watch everything I can before kids. <laughs> there you go. That's, yeah, that's real. That's totally 100% it is. real. Because when they're old enough to operate the television, you're going to have your computer. <laughs> yeah, I've got one. The other one I don't know that I'll ever you know, be, mm-hmm. you know, have that freedom from. So it's going to be like, okay, whenever I can sneak it in, mm-hmm. I'm still I'm like episode one of defenders, you know, and that's been oh, out really? for, that's been out for like two months. I just assumed that you'd like binge that as, as if you could, oh. it's like all the Jessica Jones, Iron Fist, oh, Luke I have Cage. Not even gotten to those yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and I want to see that because I want to see how all of that meshed together finally. Mm-hmm. Cause Jessica Jones was awesome. Luke Cage was awesome. Iron Fist. Yeah. <laughs> Daredevil season one, great. Haven't seen Daredevil season two. Haven't seen Punisher. You know, I mean, there's, there's, there's so much content out there now. Um, so it's really hard to keep up with it. You know, I, I even I gave up on like things like Game Game of Thrones. I'm like, yeah, oh, that ain't yeah. gonna happen. Yeah, <laughs> I won't even get started on that. <laughs> if you really lived in Poplar Cove, what would you do? I don't know. I'd be afraid that my cat would be an elder god. <laughs> I think your cat already is an elder god. I know. I was gonna, that's what I was thinking about when I heard the bloopers. I'm like, Joy, she should be an elder god. Cat Thulu. If her bowl's not constantly full, she will eat someone. 
to like unhinge the jaw and like. It's Ember God. <laughs> she will yell at you and you will go deaf and you will go insanity. It's for real, you know. <laughs> Just, oh my. I'd probably be the bookstore owner who has like like the bars on the outside and he has to like sell books through a window. You know that. <laughs> I, I could see that happening. Like, no, you can't have that book. You know. <laughs> Why not? Because I said no. <laughs> I need collateral. Yeah. <laughs> you're no, you're you're not okay to have that book. <laughs> you just no, met me. Guy, I know. You're not allowed to have any of the books. <laughs> you just met me. I know. You're not the right person to have that book. <laughs> I can tell. Uh, what in your life experience was most helpful to you in becoming a voice actor or doing this? I guess wanting to be Mel Blanc as a kid. I mean, that's. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I worked really hard on Looney Tunes voices and cartoon voices forever. <laughs> And wanted to do that as a profession and said, oh, I can't do it. There's no way. Why? Well, because that's... You're so good. But now I could, I know that I could. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to reach a certain point in your life. Like yeah, that. you reach a certain point and you go, oh, I could have done that. You know, it's like, yeah. you know, and so, you know, um, that and theater, I think. Yeah. Theater has been the other part, you know, doing musicals and plays and things like that to understand character and development and, mm-hmm. and now writing, so... Yeah, theater and singing for me, and just uh, speaking, public speaking, mm. and training. True. <clears throat> because you get to, you know, it's fun to inflect your voice and draw people in and get people interested in something, and then hear your voice coming back at you and just like, oh, <laughs> that sounds kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, and it, 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 good thing you mentioned the public speaking too, because it's something that uh, had thought of right out of the gate but um teaching also Mm -hmm. um, because it's all about bringing someone along for a ride Mm. whether it's an educational ride or whether it's um you know ride with a story you know you want to be able to to use a voice set of words to capture someone's attention that's probably another one for me what would you want where what do you want your character to do in the next season I thought you were Teddy. He's Teddy. Mm. Teddy, what are you doing? Well, I, I, it's tough for me to say because we've talked about what we want Pickering to do, and I'm I, not, I can't say it. Yeah. And I can't say it because it's a great it's a spoiler. So it's, a, it's a huge spoiler, but it's a great idea. I think it's just it fits perfectly with where uh, Pickering should go. I'm so excited. I too. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to be writing it um, during Nano. Nice. That's going to be one of the, one of the things. Nice. Cool. Um, as for me, I, well, I don't know. I have so many. I know. Just like maybe I'll make more bloopers. Yeah. Which one of my multiple personalities do you want to go yeah. for? Yeah. I'll practice What's my accent. Like? It's all going to be, watch it all be the same person. <laughs> the nurse and the secretary and the patrons, they're all, there's only one. They just change the hat. The hat and the glasses. <laughs> they run, run from store to store. <laughs> this is how we keep the population down. <laughs> right, exactly. Roger, pick up the line. Stat! <laughs> I gotta go. What's your favorite piece of topping? That's a good question. What's Ooh. Pickering's favorite pizza topping? Coffee. <laughs> Was that really a question? <laughs> Chocolate covered espresso beans. <laughs> what? You think people have a problem with pineapple? On a, on a barbecue sauce pizza. Oh, oh. <laughs> what is your problem, people? It's delicious. And it has vitamin C. Vitamin C. 
<laughs> yeah. I think I'd have to figure out what isn't my favorite <laughs> pizza. T- I'll try anything once. I think my <laughs> least favorite topping in Poplar Cove would be three-eyed fish. Do you, like, do you like pineapple on your pizza? I do like pineapple. Me too. I like it. I Me too. can't yes, eat it as much good. anymore, but I do like oh. it. I have to try your pizza <clears throat> recipe. Oh yeah. Yes, one I haven't tried it yet. I think one of my favorite simple things to put on pizza is like ground beef and onions. I haven't put ground beef on pizza yet. It's just, it's so basic, but it's so good. <laughs> I will have to do this thing. It's me And it's like cheese. Me day. Awesome. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you for coming in. Absolutely. Yeah. Yay. You guys are awesome. Later that afternoon, the Lavoys rolled in, decked out in a complete Gomez and Morticia Adams costume for Halloween. They also brought over a board game, which you don't get to hear us play. I just wanted to make you jealous because Jake and I got to play Betrayal at the House on the Hill with this lovely yet playfully nefarious duo. Though I should have recorded when they made us play Until Dawn, which is a PS4 horror choose-your-own-adventure style video game, there would have been a lot of squeak bleep sensors on my part. Apparently, when you make me play that game, I have a tendency of bouncing back and forth between trying to murder my character on purpose and on accident and squeaking in utter terror. Fun times. Anyway, here's the interview. Hi, I'm Araylan Lavoie. Um, I play Elizabeth Cushing Birch, um, among others. Okay, uh, I'm Morgan Lavoie. I voice Hobart Birch. I also voice parts of Herbert Birch, and I am the voice of Andrew A. Andrews. So let's get started. The very first question um, was, how many different types of chandeliers are there? Oh, Jesus. How many different types? Period. God. <laughs> I don't know. How many can Elizabeth make up? <laughs> Give a I'm going to say somewhere chandeliers. between 10 and fish. 10 and fish. <laughs> fish? I, 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 closer to fish? Probably closer to fish, yeah. because fish have more scales. You have to, okay, before we continue, you guys have to describe what you're wearing, because it's it's Halloween, and it's so awesome. So, uh, we made Joy a deal that we would do, um, Gomez and Morticia Adams for Halloween, so I'm dressed as Morticia. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding, just kidding. I have the The painted on mustache. Um, what type of chandelier goes best in a guest bathroom? Why do I feel like these questions are going to be really Elizabeth-heavy? They're not really Elizabeth-heavy. There's a, there's a few, like, one specifically that I've been asking everybody that's strictly for Andrew, but I've been asking everyone, everyone's like, oh. For the record, uh, God forbid anybody accuse Elizabeth of being heavy. Um, don't do that. <laughs> she will kill you. Yeah. And she then she'll make a chandelier out of you. <laughs> wow, that got dark. That really did get dark really fast. It was a lot sooner than I expected. I'm here for you. <laughs> So, wait, what was the question? Uh, uh, what type of chandelier goes best in the guest bathroom? In the guest bathroom? I feel like the Elizabeth answer is something incredibly ostentatious and sparkly. Uh, what's God. everyone's favorite F&W cafe dish? I don't remember the name of it, but I'll, the bacon one. Oh, the bacon bacon hearts yes. or whatever? Yes. Like, they actually taste good. Yeah, yeah. those were amazing. <laughs> those were amazing. Was, it was, um, the Williams, the guy who plays yeah. Roger. Yeah, yeah Williams' you, you, wife You guys it. know, yeah. but they don't know. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, they, uh, I totally made some at his home. His girlfriend uh, oh. made um, bacon bacon tarts, and they're the most fantastic thing I've ever had in my entire life. Yeah. It's so simple. Uh, it really they, is. Yeah, crescent, they were... crescent dope, maple syrup, and bacon, to those of you out listening. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, basically, <laughs> it's kind of become like the unofficial mascot meal. Yeah. Like... That really thing nice. is amazing. That um, I love that we actually gave a legit answer because yeah. everybody else has been like blue sauce. The blue sauce. <laughs> the blue sauce. I mean, the blue sauce is really good. It it has very strong hints of blue, yes. um, in the blue sauce. But no, the the maple, the ma- the bacon bacon tart is awesome. Uh, 
What podcast, radio shows, or TV shows do we normally listen to or watch? Night Vale. And books. I should add books because uh, the I mean, person didn't add books. So. Normally? I mean, there's so many. We are... So we're eclectic. currently we're cur- we've been currently um, marathoning American Horror Story. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, we um, finished Freak Show finally. We're on yay! Hotel now, and I have such a huge like straight man's gay crush on Neil Patrick Harris and Matt Bomber. So the yeah. fact that they were both in Freak Show made me really really happy. For podcasts, definitely Night Vale. I should listen to more podcasts. I really don't. Books. We mostly stick to sci-fi, fantasy. She does a lot of horror. I do a little bit of horror. We're both huge fans of Stephen King. I've actually been powering through the Dark Tower series because, oh my God, that 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 series just really messes with the brain. And my current reading project is Jim Butcher's Codex Alera. I'm really going back to early his early career. Finally but, finishing that, by the way. But I mean, I I read the Dresden Files like once a year. Yes. So. <laughs> what sorts of projects do you do in your spare time, like art or music or writing or crafts? Yes. <laughs> well, I should say my answer is yes. Yours is books, movies, and video games. Mm. I, I write too. Right, <laughs> writing is <Thanks>. a thing. <laughs> I mean, That's I made. Really how we all met? Yeah. I, I mean, okay. So I bought Gomez in a store because I couldn't find a pattern that didn't suck. But I, I did make a mortician myself. She sews. <laughs> um, I also have a Bioshock two. Oh, Big sister diving helmet in progress in my dining room. But that's just Yes for, it is. Yes it is. It's just for fun, so I'm nowhere near done with it. I'm not making it for a, conven- a specific convention, but once it's done, he wants me to make him a, pro- a subject delta costume, which is yeah. a prototype big daddy. But you know what? This thing can also go after I'm done with Gomez, I can make it a splicer outfit, so that'll mm. be fine. It'd be easier for me to make you a splicer than a big daddy, but hey. Okay, so the question I've been asking everybody, and everyone's answer is, where is Brett Pinkerton? (laughs) Oh. Are we allowed to know where Brett Pinkerton is? Where do you think Brett Pinkerton is? Yeah, where do you think Brett Pinkerton is? I mean, you as Elizabeth. Okay. What would Elizabeth say? I'm tempted to put on the voice, but I'm like... Go for it, if you want to. Tenderloin. (laughs) Tenderloin. Oh yeah, cast trivia number two. We both have keywords to get us an accent. What's yours? (laughs) Complicated. That's right. Yeah, because he's totally ripping off David Tennant's Doctor Who British accent, by the way. And trivia, um, Elizabeth Cushing Birch's accent is actually based off of one of the splicer types from Bioshock. The really hoity-toity fancy lady. I mean, go figure. Um, (laughs) And she rants about tenderloin, and that's how I get into character. (laughs) So, Elizabeth, where, where do you think... Brett Pinkerton do, is. I think Brett Pinkerton is. God only knows that Andrew is everywhere. He runs the television now. Does he work? He works for all of the programs. We only we only have one network, and he works for the entire thing. He's wasn't he? He's on. He is the bomb squad. He is the television. <laughs> the florist. The florist too. Yes. Game show host. Game show host. Oh yes, that was and awful. News anchor and. <laughs> oh, and and uh, an actual like on location reporter. He's, oh, done yeah, yeah, yeah. He's done that too. Let's see. I know where Brett Pinkerton is now. Remember that new special at the F and W Cafe that no one could place. <laughs> blue sauce. He's in the blue sauce. <laughs> He's in the red sauce, actually. <laughs> As for me, uh, I am not at liberty to say where Brett Pinkerton is. Just know that he is still. 
in some form in our plane of existence. There are at least one part of him. <laughs> oh, you mean you didn't sacrifice him to one I of the outer gods? I <laughs> can't guarantee that he will look the same or have the same physical mass when he returns. But he is still there. Somewhere. <laughs> um, someone asked if they could name one of Joanna's twins. But what would you like to name Joanna's twins? Oh, yeah. She's oh, yeah, totally she is totally having, having twins. <laughs> <laughs> What would I name Joanna's twins? Really I was per- actually thinking Humphrey and Perry for H.P. Lovecraft. I like that. Oh. We already have a Humphrey. Plus. Yeah, Humphrey is dead. So. Plus, I like Perry because of Perry Cox from Scrubs, which is one of the greatest TV shows ever. <laughs> At least up until season six. Season seven and on is garbage, well, but. <laughs> we're not opinionated. Can't all. blame all of that on the show. That was right around the time the writer's strike hit, and like season seven suffered for it bad. And they tried to reboot the series with a new class of medical students, and it just kind of flopped because they just yeah, didn't have the really goes well because they just didn't have the same chemistry. They were I trying mean, to force it. Yeah, it was like when they finally finished Mash, and then they did After Mash, and After Mash was horrible. We totally got off the rails there. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. What's it like hearing yourself on an audio drama playing someone else? It sounds like I'm recording. I'm always sitting there going. <laughs> That was the final take? I could have done that better. <laughs> I usually, by the time I hear the final product, I'm shocked that I don't suck nearly as bad as I thought I would. <laughs> oh, because I mean, on, on recording day, I'm like, oh god, I couldn't hold that accent together. Like, ugh. And then I hear the final cut. I'm like, oh my god, I didn't suck. <laughs> well, I mean, it definitely helps that a little bit of science fun... Um, you don't sound the same out loud than you do in your head because the sound travels through your skull when you hear yourself. So you never truly know what you're going to sound like until you hear it. You hear your own voice vibrating inside your skull, which is why it doesn't sound the same recorded. Little trivia fact. We have a lot of those, by the way. (laughs) What's your favorite type of pizza? Sweet and salty. Sweet and salty. uh, Pineapples and uh, uh, black olives. Sometimes mushroom. Sometimes mushroom, but I really just like the bi- the pineapple and black olive. I loathe olives. I don't know how he can eat them. Well, um, I put them in my mouth. I chew. Okay, don't know how so you they're can... they're married. I don't know how they're still married. I <laughs> don't know how you can tolerate the flavor, because it's just salt, basically. <laughs> I'm a horrible person. Yes, right? yes, we know. You know what? I don't have to taste it. <laughs> okay. <out> so, <laughs> anyway, what do you think Andrew's oh. favorite type of pizza is? Brett Pinkerton. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good what one. What do you think Hobart's favorite type of pizza is? Do oh, you think Hobart? they even eat pizza? Um, they probably eat pizza, but because they're ostentatious as hell, they don't call it pizza. It's probably like the Italian flatbread dish of America. I don't know. Um, <laughs> and it like probably has in. like yeah, it has gold like in the breading, in the crust, and it's probably got like strips of caviar and oh, salmon, and I don't I don't know maybe like liquid metal. I don't know. <laughs> like speckles of diamonds. Is that Elizabeth's favorite type of pizza? I mean, I was gonna I was gonna roll with like the fancy artisan Italian crust. Because <laughs> you know it had to be like, you know, really ostentatious caviar. You like, know what? Escargot, but I'm they're sorry. not gonna eat metal. Come on. They're human beings. They're I'm, so- I'm sorry. <laughs> Elizabeth is like the having to have the best of everything kind of woman. So she probably has like tapas. Like tapas. Tapa pizzas. Except it's really just like non-fat breading with dusted gold and just a diamond on it. With gluten-free basil. gluten-free basil. Because everyone in Poplar Cove loves gluten-free basil. And since we've gone completely off the rails and skipped me. Sorry. Um, I totally just took that one. Yeah, you did. I mean, my favorite pizza is totally... Like, based on how I'm feeling at the moment. Like, I will have 
pepperoni and sausage. I'll do like a chicken Caesar thing if that's an option. I, like I will eat pineapple I like pizza. I just don't like olives or mushroom. <laughs> and you know what? And the whole like, does pineapple belong on pizza internet argument is so stupid. If you like something, <laughs> put you it got, on your pizza. Put it on your pizza. <laughs> like, don't, don't hate on someone for enjoying something. Life sucks enough as it is. We've got to find some happiness where like, we can. You know what? You love pineapples, put it on your pizza. You love mushrooms, put it on your pizza. You love your mother, put it on your pizza. <laughs> Oh, you must really Can you not say things like that when I'm in the middle of taking a drink? <laughs> I don't want to ruin her nice equipment. <laughs> so, Mom, I know you're going to be listening to this. You're going on my pizza. Uh, I just saw that you have a Luke's mug, and I love you for it. Right? Oh, yeah, no, I know. I'm drinking out of my Luke's mug today. Oh, uh, that's amazing. Where did you yeah. get that? Jake got it for me for my birthday. He better get one for me for my birthday. We were in Florida. I don't remember where he got it. Jerk. Do you have any tips for aspiring podcasters? Make friends with a really good writer. <laughs> I mean, we we just show up and talk. We don't <laughs> We don't do a whole lot. Do you um, actually do like we do a lot of collaborative work with you yeah, Absolutely. Morgan has actually written at least a commercial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was the the one where Elizabeth and Hobart go to the movies for... It was one of the previews oh, for the other yeah, podcast. Yeah, for the, the trailer episodes, yeah. I was... I, again, I'm just really proud of, of that. Just that one line. She's like, you know I don't like documentary. <laughs> um... <laughs> No, definitely, like, in all seriousness, if you're trying to get into podcasting, at least for me, just own it. It's, it's one of the things that, like, if you if you just waffle too much, you, just, you won't, but if yeah. you just do it, That's true. it won't turn out as horrible. If you talk yeah. about, if you talk a lot about wanting to do it and never get anything done, you're never getting anywhere. So yeah. just get something out in the world. You've got YouTube, Facebook, like, all these websites so where you can put up a video or a, an audio. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, yes, you could get a thousand people that go... Oh yeah, your show or your whatever is horrible. But you know what? A thousand people is not the entirety of the country, nor is it the entirety of the of the world. There will be people who like it, and there will be people who tell you how much they like it. And then just you can always go for it. And then you can always take, you know, if somebody just says, "Oh, your stuff sucks," like that's not useful. But if they say, "You know, there's a particular point I think could be better." You know, try to take away the useful criticism and then improve. If there's something that's not working for people, figure out what it is and do better. Yeah, Raylan tells me all the time I need to, like, pick up my laundry. And I don't. I mean, I take it under advisement. but And that's why we couldn't find your bow tie today. That's probably oh, true. Yeah. How no. <laughs> can you make your voice sound so good on a podcast? With a really good microphone and really yeah, great gonna... audio equipment. <laughs> I was going to say, the equipment is a lot. I mean, you can get some fairly good quality through you record some clips on your cell phone that turned out pretty good yeah i don't have that program anymore though i I got rid of it once we decided to stay yeah i had originally downloaded a voice program because ray and i were going to move back east um but then we decided to just stay in washington and i didn't need it anymore so besides i'm sorry your microphone is a whole lot better than my phone but as far as like delivering your lines I basically become, I get, I turn into Elizabeth in my head when I'm delivering her lines. Yeah, and it's, it's, she starts complaining there aren't enough chandeliers. (laughs) Yeah. I don't get that bad. (laughs) I don't get that bad, but that's. Mostly she gets upset because Hobart doesn't let her spend money now that he's awake. Yeah. (laughs) Except he does, but he likes, he likes fancy parties too, now that he's got his memory back. Oh, yeah, you know, I I was thinking like first wake up yeah. Herbert where he's like yeah, how first... are we even married <laughs> I'm sorry Hobart I said I kind Herbert. of I kind of miss that Hobart a little bit I do too sometimes like, oh. it's like mind me again why I'm here you do it's so horrible it's place. like did why someone make did I lose a bet um, um no and honestly it definitely helps at least for me because I mean you know I look over the script 
a couple of times before mm-hmm. I actually record because I like to know what I'm saying ahead of time. Mm-hmm. If I try to read and talk at the same time, I kind of get tongue-tied. You've noticed. So it definitely helps, like Raylan said, you know, getting into your character. But for me, knowing my lines, like knowing yeah. what I'm going to say. Because if I know what I'm going to say and then if I'm like, oh, that doesn't really sound like something Hobart or Andrew would say, I wing it. I change it up just a little bit to make it sound a little bit more fluid for the character. And I, I find it really, like, awesome and respectful that every time you make a change or something, you're just like, Psst, I th- I'm thinking about this. And I was, I, I always say yes. Yeah. I'm and then, like, and yeah, then occasionally, like, we, one of us could wing the lines, like, did that sound okay? And, yeah, you're, sound and you're like, either, yes, that was awesome, or like, eh. <laughs> I know it's getting a little bit away from the question, but the four science teaser um we actually went through like two or three different accents a piece for for science (laughs) and they were funny and they were cute but joy would make this face like i just don't think it's quite what i'm looking for i don't know i really liked him being southern louisiana that was pretty fun I yeah. mean, not not really great for like the character and no, setting, but so much but, fun but to yeah. do. Yeah, I'm really actually hoping that we can both get a Louisiana character. Okay, um, if you really li- if you really lived in Poplar Cove, what would you do? Like, what job would you have? <laughs> Anything Andrew didn't want. <laughs> that is nothing. <laughs> yeah, because I would probably be living in a street corner because it's the only job Andrew doesn't want, and I definitely could not stop Andrew. <laughs> so. <laughs> I mean, I guess I could work at Insanity. Would you want to uh, work work with Joanna? You know, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to say, yeah, I don't have a problem with Joanna, but she's definitely a little damaged. No, I, I could work at like a bookstore or something, hmm. like you know, the occult scripture oh, you know, store. Yeah, <laughs> I love yeah, that. Like half the bookstore. cast was like, "We'll work at a bookstore." <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, unfortunately, right, <laughs> unfortunately, we're all going to kind of be in the same vein of interest yeah. there. Well, I mean. I could do that, like, considering that my actual real-life career is in logistics. Poplar Cove Post Office? Oh, Because we don't talk about one, but we have to... Wait a minute. I could work at the Poplar Cove sex shop. I have experience in this. Wow. You'd be the manager. Yeah. What was Elizabeth like when she was growing up? She definitely was used to having nice things. Maybe not as much as she wanted. She had just enough of a taste of the nice things to want more. (laughs) Yeah. And then, of course, just running away screaming from her psycho mom. Uh, <laughs> it's like, no, I'm going to be better than my mom. I'm going to be better than my mother and, you know, be vaguely... It's a transatlantic accent. It's not even a proper British. Like, it's not even a bad impression of a good English accent. It is a bad impression of the accent that posh Americans used because they thought they should sound like that. So that is exactly her accent. Yeah, and in case anybody missed it, Hobart is from Texas. Like... He's not British either. Nobody is British. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody. What in your life experience was most helpful to you in becoming a voice actor? I get a lot of questions that are like, did you hire professionals? Oh, oh my God. That makes me feel adorable. so like they think we're professionals. That's <laughs> well, maybe such not a... us, but somebody on the cast. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I just mean the cast. They think there's yeah. professional talent in the cast. That makes me feel so happy. It does. We are um, really just a bunch of nerds doing this in our free time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we are. And having a blast at it. Pretty Yay. much pretty much every week it comes down to Joy sending out a, a text to every person individually or a mass text going, Hey, when can you guys come by? I've got some things that need to be recorded and we're like, uh, life, stuff, I don't know, midnight on Tuesday. Can we meet on Mars? Like <laughs> Yes. And then <laughs> yes, we can. We'll on the be- on the best days we get like five or six people together. And on the worst days, like 
one person will record their lines for 30 minutes and then somebody else squeezes into like <laughs> your yeah. your house just becomes like this hub people are like in yeah, and yeah. out <laughs> recording stuff but, all hours <laughs> but to actually answer the question yeah sorry about that life experiences <laughs> um definitely especially for me and Raylan, our our lives have really just been up and down from day one yeah my husband um, who was spent some time in a coma is played by my husband who spent some time in a coma. One of those things that they, you know, (laughs) when they write comas into movies and TV and stuff, they always leave out those little details, but Uh, it makes a big difference. Rick Grimes from Walking Dead is the worst one. Yeah, because there's no way he could stand up on his own, especially if he'd been left there and nobody was stretching his muscles for him. Yeah. He would be done. Like yeah, the zombies you, would have eaten him. <laughs> you were you were receiving like massage therapy to your legs in your coma during your coma, and it still took you days to learn how to walk again. Uh huh. Yeah. So but, there you go. If that answers that question, um, uh, a, slightly, a slightly more focused answer to what? the question is like you know, <laughs> if you want to learn how to be different characters, take in different characters, watch movies, read books, like watch what how characters behave, how they make decisions, and, like, take bits and pieces of that. How did you get into acting or voice acting? Um, you asked us nicely. I love that <laughs> I know everybody said that. They're like, um, Joy came back. Yeah, Joy, Joy asked us to do a reading. It was like, oh my god, can you come back and do this again, but with equipment? That's how <laughs> yeah. we got into it. And we were, we seriously, I mean, or I know at least for Raylan and I both, you know, we're huge anime fans, too. So it's like, you know, voice acting, I think every anime fan's secret love, or secret hope, is to someday be able to do a voice job. Yeah. And, oh, uh, I do actually introduce myself as a paid voice actor because this oh, is yeah, a yeah. this is a totally free show like she doesn't pay any of us but no, when we first started either. recording i asked her for a penny and she gave me that penny and i told her that i was taking it as payment for all of my voice work so that i could introduce myself as a paid voice actor and then i gave her the penny back as a donation to help get the show started and do you do any exercises for exercises for warming up your voice complicated oh that's right complicated tenderloin <laughs> There's a little more to it than that, but that's the one that gets us both into, like, the brain space. Yeah. So I guess, I guess that's it, because I always ask um, that question, so. Okay, well, I just want to say thanks, everybody, for listening. Yeah. And <laughs> we have a lot of fun, and we do it because you like it. And because I mean, we like it. Yeah. It'd be great to one day get paid to do this, but it's Eventually. just that for love right I'm, now. I'm hoping that one day we'll get there. And yeah, this will be my first priority. And so. just because. Hi, Mom. Hi, Morgan's mom. <laughs> I'd like to say hi to my mom, but she's too busy, like, working overtime and then some to have any sort of life outside of her job, so. We can say <laughs> hi anyway, and then you can make her feel guilty. About it. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Hi, mom. Okay, done. I want to thank everybody really quick before the episode ends. It's a, it's a For the Love project. We love writing it. We love acting it out. We love spending time in the recording studio and we love hearing back from listeners, seeing the numbers go up. Like people are actually listening to this, which is awesome. It's all you guys. It's all people I don't know. And you trust me enough to entertain you for however long. I think that's, that's really special. So I wanted to thank you for listening. Um, hopefully you'll like the new, um, audio drama that we're working on NaNoWriMo started which means that I'm writing um, the script for the new podcast and season two I'll be working on season two of Poplar Cove also awesome all right thank you